Your past helps me to build my future. All of it. All of the good, all of the bad, all of the everything. See, see somebody come up to me on the break and they say, man, you define what a good coach does for other people. Every person in this room, the better the coach, the better the team. When you become a better coach and you begin to go deeper with people, then, then they're going to understand, they're going to buy in. And you got to have enough confidence for you and for them. So the fundamental relationship says, I have a problem. And that problem is I lost my confidence. That problem is, man, I'm down on my luck. That problem is I, I started and I quit. That problem is I tried seven different things before I tried this. You come along and with your talent and this system, you solve my problem. Money changes hands when problems are solved. If I went around the room right now and I said, tell me what your talent is. What is your specific talent? I hear people say, I'm a good people person. That's good. I work hard. I show up. Good. Got a grit and toughness. I want you to go deeper. I have a unique ability. Based on my unique past and my unique experiences, I have really developed a unique ability to help people do X. See, this is the fundamental relationship. And until you understand this, you're just trying to give me a program. See, the truth is I need you to get through this. I need your talent. I need your skill. See, we're, the coach needs the player. The player needs the coach. You give the coach purpose. What is your true skill? What is your true talent? This is the fundamental relationship. When you know the talent, then you start working on the whole person. See, when I was 18 years old, I went to a coaching clinic and the guy said, if you don't read another book this year, pick up a copy of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I went straight to the bookstore and I picked up a copy of The Seven Habits. And man, it was deep for an 18 year old to read. And I thought a paradigm was a paradigma. I'm like, what is this dude talking about? I'm like, man, I grew up in a rural town. I went to a rural school. We didn't talk about paradigms and individual lens through which you see the world. And I had no idea what to do was talking about. But here's what he said in that book. People are made up of four parts. A body, that's physical. It represents skills. A mind, that's mental. Represents knowledge. A heart, that's emotional. Represents desire, passion, interest, pray drive, willingness to go get it and a spirit that represents confidence. Now, I have been coaching people for 30 years, and I have very seldom came across a program that touches all four parts of a person's nature like Optavia. Would you agree? See, what good is it to have skill? That's a body with no desire. What good is it to have knowledge with no confidence? What good is it to have confidence with no skill? We would call that arrogance. It's when your self-appraisal is much higher than your market value. <laughs> See, a whole person is clicking on every cylinder. Self-actualization is the highest form of human potential because you are clicking on every cylinder, body, mind, heart, spirit.
You got to click it in the knowledge. You got to click it in the skill. You got to click it in the desire. You got to click it in the confidence. This is the goal. So the reason I'm telling you this is because when you are coaching other people, this immediately tells me where a person needs coaching. See, when I'm evaluating a person, I'm like, what are they missing? They're missing knowledge. They're missing skill. They're missing desire. They're missing confidence. See, a good coach, you, helps me to find and feel my missing structures. See, when you don't have confidence, I got to have enough confidence for you. See, right at that, that point when a person wants to make their decision to, to go with this program and they hesitate and they give you some kind of objection, which is an opposition of thought. And he talked to my wife, need to talk to my husband, need to think about it, need to sleep on it. I live in Tennessee because we got to pray about it. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you read the book of James? It talks about action. Faith with action. But that's why people say, how many of you guys have heard all of those things? Got to sleep on it, got to think about it, got to talk about it, got to pray about it. All of those are good. I can't help you until you commit. And once you commit, I'm not in the business of letting you fail. See, when I'm coaching a person, think about your coaches right now. What do they need? See, my number one job with the people on my team is not to teach them everything I know. It's actually to activate their drive, to go get it again and again and again and again and again it. Because I know life knocks a shout out of you, as my buddy Tim Story says. You come out when you're born screaming, ready to go. And then life slowly knocks the shout out of you step by step. This tells me where people need coaching, body, mind, heart, and spirit. And if you are deficient in one of these areas, and I'll be honest with you, my life, I've been deficient in all of them. There's been times I've been so out of whack in my body. There's been times I've been so screwed up in the mind. There's been times I've lost all joy or passion for what I was doing. And there's been times I lost every bit of my confidence. But now that I know this, I know where to go to work. And almost every time I went to a coach, I said, man, I need help in this area. Can you help me? Yes. So, so how can you help me? Number one, you can't help me until you understand me. I was at a conference not long ago, and every time I went outside, there was these little salespeople out there, and they would just run up to me right away. Hey, you want to buy this? Hey, you want to buy this? Hey, you want to buy this? <clears throat> and, and, and after a few times, I was like, hold on. Had a name tag on. And I said, my name's Michael. Here's how you do this. Hi, Michael. Are you enjoying this conference? Yes. What exactly are you getting out of this conference? Why did you choose to come to this conference over the other conferences? Out of everything you've heard us talk about at this conference, what did you like the most? And, and Michael, if I gave you my number and, and my card, would it be okay if I follow up with you after the conference to make sure you're getting something and you're really getting the value out of this? See, they violated number one. They didn't know me. They didn't ask me what my problems were. They didn't even understand what I'm trying to do. When I am in the cycle of doing discovery with a person, the number one thing I ask a person is, what are you trying to do? And I say, I got a real important question to ask you, but it frames everything. 
What are you trying to do? And they'll tell me. People will tell me. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to, to double my business. I'm trying to get over a heartbreak. I'm trying to fight through this. It's a real simple question that opens the door to a great conversation. Instead of me trying to sell you something, why don't I get to know you and say, hey, man, what are you trying to do? How can I serve you to go from A, which is your current position, to B, which is where you're trying to go? Everybody with me?